0: Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author, and just an everyday garden geek. I love plants and I love to help people with their gardening questions and with their gardening. So you can give us a call one 45 2967 or you can text us at 23680. We've already heard from Tallahassee. I'm going to get to that. And then I'd love to hear from South Florida. Those of you in South Florida, we'd love to know what the weather's like and what you're growing down there. And again, too, here in Central Florida. I love to cover the state. Lizzie, did you get rain? We talked about it in the first hour, but you said you had beautiful weather. So It was gorgeous up in Maine. However, they had had some type of a drought situation going on prior you know, to when we were leaving. Well, one of the downsides of drought in the summer is allergies. When we have rain, it dampens down allergies and keeps the pollen floating through the air. Okay, and so uh, Tony's responsible for my dirty word of the day this week. He, we were watching the pollen count on the news because I have allergies, and he asked me what were kinopods. And so let's have a little John Denver for the dirty word of the day and kinopods. the dirty word of the day is kinopod, and that's spelled C-H-E-N-O-P-O-D. Chenopods are plants that are more commonly known as goosefoot or lamb's quarters. They get their name because kino means goose in Greek and pod means foot. And the leaves sometimes remind people of the feet of geese, which occur, they grow almost anywhere in the world. They are placed in the amaranth family species. Now, the species of chenopodium are annual or perennial herbs, shrubs, or small trees. They generally grow on alkaline soil, and they're non-aromatic, but sometimes they can have a rotting smell, which is not aromatic. So the young stems and leaves are often densely covered by hairs, and they look powdery. And then the branch stems can grow erect, ascending, prostrate, or scrambling. Goosefoot is a prolific plant that grows just about everywhere in the continental United States. During the summertime, it is found in gardens, fields, at the side of roads, in drainage dishes, ditches, and other waste places. So the genus Quinopodium contains several plants of minor to moderate importance as food crops, as leafy vegetables like the closely related spinach, white goosefoot, or quinoa. So the flowers of the goosefoot are tiny but yield a great deal of seed and pollen. Goosefoot pollen, in particular, of the widespread and usually abundant chenopodium album, is an allergen to many people and a common cause of hay fever. The same species, as well as some others, have seeds which are able to persist for years in the soil seed bank. So many goosefoot species are thus significant weeds and some have become invasive weeds. So, you may have goosefoot in your landscape, in your yard. It's one of the, le- the weeds that we pull, and it's a cause for pollen. So, uh, that's the dirty word of the day, kinopods. So, we'll have that uplifted. So, oh, very interesting. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I, I love doing the dirty word of the day, and you can see all of that on our website, betterlawns.com. And you can also find out what to do in the month for your for your landscape, your garden. And uh, that'll be changing this weekend or next weekend with the Labor Day and September super coming excited. up. Super excited. Super, super, super. September is almost here. So I have a text message that says, good morning, good morning. I am in Tallahassee and I have a huge four by four bird's nest fern outdoor in a 20 inch pot and it needs repotting. Can cut the roots back. Can I cut the roots back and keep it in the same pot? Or should I put it in the ground? I cover it in winter and it is fine. Well, I will tell you, thank you for so much for your text message, but I'm really concerned about putting it in the ground. Your four x four birds nest foot is very expensive to replace. And I will tell you, we haven't really had a very harsh winter for several years, but I'm afraid I would take it and put it into a larger pot or cut off the roots and put it back into the same pot so you can take it back inside okay so really great text message so i certainly appreciate it i'm listening in cocoa beach while i repot some of my houseplants. thank you so much for your show well thank you i learn at least one thing every week and that's wonderful this week i learned how to treat the white fuzz on my sister's plants and that's Nancy in uh, Cocoa Beach. Well, thank you so much Nancy for listening. And yes, you either have mealybugs or cottony cushion scale, some type of scale, and horticultural oil will be the best way to take care of that.
3: You know, I never thought about actually bringing that home
0: when she purchased it and you brought that up. So, that was that's something that you don't think about. You always want to check plants before you buy them. And so, while I'm standing in line, well, I look at the plants, you know, on the on the uh uh Bench or the ledges and the benches where they sell them. Mm-hmm. And I just look underside the leaves. I look on top of the leaves. Sometimes I even take the plant out of the pot I thought to you look at the say, roots. I thought you were going to say take and eat it. I was like, <laughs> what? wait a minute. No, I'm not going to do that. But I always look at it. And then when I'm standing in line, I pull all the weeds out because I never buy weeds. And so giving them back. And I give them you're back and I put them right them. Yeah, I put them right back in. I don't take free weeds. So we're gonna be right back from we're gonna have Jim Putnam from Horttube.com. He is fantastic and we're gonna learn about curb appeal from Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
4: Recently, I picked up my grandson's backpack and was shocked at how heavy it was. Do you know the average student backpack weighs anywhere between 12 and 20 pounds? That's a big bag to lug around. Now you may not carry a backpack anymore, but I bet you know what it's like to feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. What burdens are you carrying today? Are they relational, financial, stress from your job, difficult health situation? The Bible tells us to cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. Now, the burdens will not magically go away, but they will seem lighter and easier to handle. You can find peace even in the middle of life struggles. Give Jesus a try. He loves you, and he will help you carry your burdens. What have you got to lose except a backpack full of trouble? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart.
5: For more on this and
0: other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Do
1: you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. 800-712-8082. That's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity.
5: If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bathroom remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business jacuzzi a jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space it's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection factory certified installers and a limited lifetime warranty call 800-517-6580 800-517-6580 right now and get 50 percent off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580.
2: Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? EasyKnock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. EasyKnock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give EasyKnock a call right now. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624.
1: 800-382-7624. That's
0: 800-382-7624. Good morning. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. Jim Putnam, for over 30 years, he has been in the horticultural industry, everything from owning a garden center to to designing landscapes, to installing them, and also nursery production. He knows every aspect of gardening. And now he is the host of HortTube.com. HortTube.com. It's a YouTube gardening channel dedicated to demystifying gardening for the do-it-yourselfer. Good morning, Jim. How are you?
6: Oh, good morning. Good morning. I'm great. I hope you are.
0: I am great, too. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us this morning. I was just in North Carolina last week and it was beautiful driving through the Smokies with the temperatures in the 60s, low 80s oh, yeah. during the day. So, I we just needed that so much. Florida people needed to get just a little cool for right. a week. Yeah. So, right. how is yeah, your it is weather? Beautiful up there. It is. How is your weather this week?
6: Uh, we were just in the upper 80s, which for us is a little little cooler than we normally are. So, we I felt lucky this last this past month really uh We've been, you know, more upper 80s than, than 90s. So, you know, it's been wonderful, actually.
0: Wonderful. So, you know, Florida has had a really seen a, a boom in real estate the last three to four years. And data sign, uh, cited by the real estate news site Home Life suggests that a well-landscaped home can fetch 55 to more than 12.5% more dollar value than one with no landscaping. What are some of the type of plants that affect a home's curb appeal?
6: Well, I, you know, I think, well, you know, well-maintained plants, you know, for for sure. And some color, if I'm, you know, if I was in the market to actually sell a home, you know, I usually recommend to folks to go fairly, you know, fairly simple if it's not your, you know, forever home. Because, you know, if you go wild, you know, one direction or another, maybe, you know, it might not be as, as appealing, but if it's your forever home, you know, go, go for, for it. it. <laughs>
0: <in> <laughs> I understand that. And that's what I love about your channel and, and the way you educate is that you want to keep things simple for the homeowner and not go overboard. And that's why when you're doing curb appeal, especially the last two to three years, plants have gotten so expensive that you you can't Put in a large investment, and uh, you know, like you say, if it's not your forever home, you you want to hold back a little bit. So, how often should homeowners look at updating their landscape?
6: Well, I mean, when you're investing in a tree or, or like screening plants, I think you want those to be there, you know, as long as you're in the home. And so, being careful, you know, pick selecting those things. Uh, but then, shrubs get tired. I mean, you know, I, I I would say between ten and twenty years, most shrubs are going to need to come out and. And one of the things I do on my channel is try to give people permission to take things out sometimes because they'll just they want they want to fight it they want to spray it they want to do all these you know but you know just take
0: it out make yourself happy yeah right it it did its service and now let's let's put it to rest and right, exactly. I I think that's so true because I I have that with people not cutting their plants either not pruning them they don't want to cut right. them and so I certainly appreciate that so what if you just want to refresh in your landscape. What kind of time frame are we talking about? How do, how long does it take? Well, I have
6: some a bunch of videos on my channel. I call one day landscaping, where I just tackle small spaces, not promoting my channel, but just saying that there are. What I would do is pick a space and and as a couple or an individual go hard at that space one week, you know, for a day or two days, and not try to tackle the entire thing at once. And if you'll break it up into those chunks. Um, you know which i call one day landscaping you can really make a huge impact in a you know over over a few weekends or a few months
0: so what kind of plants are we talking about uh, any kind of
6: um you know the low maintenance plants a few low maintenance plants that i uh um you know really like are uh, you know i have dragon prince cryptomeria is one you guys can uh, uh can grow it's a little low growing compact conifer a uh, great great plant uh, uh, certainly uh, Obsession Nandinas We've got Nandinas now that aren't invasive They don't set fruit And so there's a gold one called Lemon Lime There's a burgundy one called Obsession uh, You know, great plants I use Sunshine Ligustrum a lot I use a lot of chartreuse color
0: I do uh, too, that, that's wonderful
6: uh, Yeah, yeah. especially if you have dark spaces I, I, You know, I'll, 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 I'll get a photo from somebody And they'll say, what should I do here? And I go, well, look how dark your photo looks and you know, uh, you know, something with some color will brighten that corner. It will completely change it. And then take another photo, and you go, "Oh wow!" You know, it really stands out in a dark space.
0: That's wonderful. And so, tell us about Bo- baby gem boxwoods.
6: Uh, it's a uh, compa- you know a compact um, Japanese uh, boxwood that uh, I have three of them out here in my uh, front garden. Really super compact, easy, low maintenance. Uh, uh, plant it and forget it. One of those things is also deer-resistant, which almost everybody <laughs> now we, has one of their you know biggest issues.
0: Mm-hmm. And so these these are small plants. And so where can people find, the, like, the cryptomeria or the baby gem, sunshine ligustrum, the, the great, uninv- you know, the great sterile uh, obsession, nadina? Where can they find them? Yes.
6: Well, um, the box stores, Lowe's or Home Depot, and then local garden centers as well. We have a uh, – Southern Living Plant Collection has a big grower group throughout the southeast United States. And so, you know, they're most places that you want to be shopping for plants for the most part. Plants by Mail is another great resource uh, as well.
0: Okay, great. So I'm will. i going to put links to to these, these um, plants that you've mentioned on uh, our uh, social media so they'll be able to find them. Another quick and easy way to revitalize the landscape – that I like to use is containers. So how do you use, you know, planters to create a, a refreshed landscape?
6: Well, I, yeah, I, do, I do use a lot of containers and, I, you know, I, I think you get instant height. So, you know, if you go by a little three gallon plant and it's only 18 inches tall, you know, elevating at two feet uh, in a bed immediately uh, has impact. You can also plant things closer together in a container, making it look like they're a little more, you know, full and established. And again, I use that chartreuse color and then, you know, something dark green to make it pop.
0: Yeah, I it does it does work and I love your height aspect because I think people have gardens that are too flat sometimes and adding that yes. that height without putting in a tree it's a great way to do it is put a container in a garden bed and that's it wonderful. Does. So now is September October a good time of the year to use planters?
6: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, um you 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 want to use if you're going to uh, be having, you know, putting shrubs in, you want to make sure that they're, you know, hardy in your area. So, you know, just in case the container freezes. Um, but, yeah, no, fall is a great time. We have so many things. We've, You know, we, that's where foliage color really comes into play is in the fall.
0: That's wonderful. And we also, too, here in Florida, we can plant winter annuals that are spring bloomers up north. And so, like the pansies and stock and chrysanthemums, right. we can use those. And they have great fall color for container. So I love that. So I'm glad you're here, Jim, because I'm excited to pick your brain. What are your go-to plants and combinations for fall color?
6: Well, of course, I mean, Camellias asanquas are my, uh, you know, my, you know, near the top of my list. And of course, Encore azaleas. uh, I've got seven different varieties of Encore azaleas in my garden because they all come back and start blooming again uh, in the fall. And then annual-wise, I love Coleus Uh, Again, we do the same thing up here. We'll put in violas and pansies and snapdragons and, you know, those things for us here in the south can last all winter long uh, from our fall plantings.
0: And so tell us about your YouTube, uh, your YouTube channel, HortTube.com.
6: Yeah, I started this channel about five years ago covering plants uh, that I sold at my garden center and that I grew in my nursery and it's evolved into uh, traveling all over the country, including Florida, and uh, interviewing horticulturalists and, and showing off great gardens, private lots of private gardens. Um, I, you know it's not really work. <laughs> 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 I, I, get to, I wake up and talk about plants just like I'm doing with you.
0: oh, that's wonderful. And so I was watching your how to create a formal garden. And if anyone out there has trouble with trying to do a straight corner, Jim, your method of three, four, five was an yes. excellent yes. explanation. Oh, my goodness. Where were you when I was in high school?
6: <laughs> right. Well, you know, they didn't teach us what the Pythagorean theorem actually can do for you in life. Right.
0: <laughs> you know, but so it's how to create a formal garden. It's on the website right now, HortTube.com. And it is wonderful. So that was so easy. And I'm, I'm going to show it to all my landscape installers so they know how to do that from now on. Awesome. So, uh, so uh, the plants we we're talking about today, fall shrubs, putting in these gardens for the fall and these, you know, splashes of color, are they high maintenance?
6: No, no, it's it's amazing with through, you know, a lot of the plant breeding we've seen uh, in the last, especially the last 10 years or so, that, you know, plants are just, uh, you know, the breeders are just amazing now, at, you know, picking out traits that allow us to just really plant them, get them settled in, watered in, and kind of walk away from them, and in, in the, they're pretty self-maintaining.
0: That's great. Uh, it's, kind of, it's
6: kind of amazing, and it's it happened even faster, I think, over the next 10 or 20 years. We'll see even more of that.
0: Oh, I'm I'm so excited to see that because I love all of the Southern Living Collection and the, uh, also the Encore Azaleas. I use that. But then tell us about the Sunset. Uh, I consider the Sunset Plant Collection more Western, but you, they have Southern, you know, plants for the Southern area, too.
6: They do. Some of it crosses over, you know, things like Abelia. Are so incredibly drought tolerant that they not only do great here in the southeast for us, but over in the western part of the country, they're also an asset for them as well. So, you know, a lot of those, a lot of those pieces do um, cross over. Uh, you know, some of and abelia is something we didn't mention. You know, some of the dwarf abelias are just such great foundation plants for curb appeal, like Radiance or Miss Lemon.
0: And, uh, and come and, to
6: mind pretty quickly.
0: And they look like northern plants, which is what I love. So, Jim, wrap it up right. for us and tell us, again, uh, where we can find these plant collections and plants, and then tell us about your Hort 2 channel.
6: Yeah, the Southern Living Plant Collection is available at most any retailer that you that you want to go to or request them. You know, go to your favorite garden center and, and ask them. They almost certainly have somebody they can buy the plants from. Plantsbymail.com is a resource that I use pretty frequently. And you can find me on YouTube at Hort uh which is just horticultural television. Think of it as that way. Um, I cover everything horticulture.
0: That is wonderful. Are you going to come down to Florida soon?
6: I am in Florida a good amount of December and in January.
0: Wonderful. Well, we need to have you on the show. Oh, I'd love to. That would be great. You can come in and we can talk and you can bring some plants. Ooh, that would be yeah. nice. <laughs> just don't bring us orchids. Lizzie's eyes just went up really great. Well, thank you so much, Jim. We're gonna to to talk yeah. to you later. Thank you so much for coming okay. on today. Right. Appreciate it. Great. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. And that's Jim Putnam with Horttube.com. His uh videos are fantastic. He's very easy to understand. And the insight under the 345 method of getting a straight corner. Is excellent, and so everybody should go look at that. We're going to be back with more of Better Lawns, not, Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
3: companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check.
1: 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 513 1652 That's 800-513-1652. Life can
2: be full of risks. Anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines.
1: 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. Thank you to all our new listeners who are liking our Facebook page. We so appreciate you, Larry and Connie, Dina, Barbara, Donnie, Nita, or Netta. Uh, If you know someone who loves to garden and has a question please let them know about better lawns and gardens and tell them to call in with their gardening questions so I can help them too. So we will be posting all of the links uh, to um, the plant collections that uh, Jim Putnam with HortTube.com talked about. And uh, you know, we can um, let you know where to find them. Most of the box stores and nurseries will carry them. So uh, also to, uh, if you'd like to give us a call, 1-888-455-2967, or you can text us at two three six eight zero. Okay, so I talked about the bromeliads, and I saw um, that we they did the news are doing segments on West Nile virus because we are seeing a couple of uh, people catching it, and it's being reported to the health department. Correct. In Sumter County, um, is I think uh, some cases, and uh, but then they were going through, and they were walking through a house. And they, um, they, they said uh, that, you know, make sure your gutters are cleaned out and, you know, no um, pipes and turn over your pots and all that kind of stuff uh, so that the water doesn't collect because it's stagnant water where mosquitoes, um, uh, you know, start to, they lay their eggs and, and mosquitoes hatch. Well, then they said bromeliads are one of the uh, plants that, you know, this happens to and you should get rid of all your bromeliads. What? They said they said you should get rid of all your bromeliads and I kinda went ballistic, you know, by myself. But I just thought, you know, that's just so unfair that, you know, there are ways to prevent plants and you can get, you know, mosquitoes in mulch and you can get it in pots and stuff like that. And so it's all about being proactive on your on your property. And if you do have bromeliads, you can take water and douse them, you know, just Take those cups and put fresh water in them or, or, you know, take your hose and spray them out every three to four days. And that will take care of the issue. Or you can use mosquito dunks, mosquito bits and mosquito dunks and put that in yes. from Summit Responsible Solutions. And you can have all the beautiful bromeliads you want. And so I hope nobody throws away their bromeliads uh, because of that. That's just so unnecessary and senseless so one or you can text me at 23680 so I have someone calling or texting and they said should I cut my poinsettias back about six inches tall and look good well the time for cutting them back is kind of past you can do it in late July early August um, and if you give them um, you know if you cut them back now Give them some fertilizer and let them spring back again. That'll be okay. But I usually don't recommend it in September. So you got to do it this week if you're going to do it.
3: That's right. Uh, my, and my question to add to that, that if they did come back right now, are they going to still be able to bloom whenever it comes?
0: Well, you know, that's kind of the the, the hard part is that most, um bromeli- uh, I'm sorry. I'm going through all the list of my plants in my head. My Rolodex is working there. Um, poinsettias. They bloom, all the flowers bloom, yes, it'll bloom. (laughs) But it's the bracts that you want to turn red. Those are the leaf structures. And so, um, yes, they will. It's going to be the sunlight. Uh, You want to make sure that they're they're getting less sunlight during the um, fall period so that they can turn colors and turn red. I just I'm just a little late this year. I'm kind of a little iffy about it.
3: Right. Now okay, now what did you call the red part that we call flowers? But I guess it's not really a flower. What is that? Well,
0: all all um poinsettia flowers are yellowish whitish. They're all yellowish whitish. But the the colorful leaves that you see, they're called bracts. B R A C T S. Okay. Okay, Bracts, And they, they can be yellow, they can be kind of marble colored, they can be um, you know, red, and they change color when we have less daytime and less sunlight. And so if you're in an area where you have a, a light, a night light that keeps bright light for all night long, mm-hmm. you're going to want to put a box or something, a, a blanket off uh, on top of your poinsettia to keep the light off of it. Oh, wow. It won't change colors. It'll stay green. And so, uh, you know, and but the thing is, is you have to take that box off or that blanket or the covering off uh, every morning so that it gets sunlight during the day. But you want to have less sunlight. Uh, and so that starts usually about the mid to end of September. You want to start lowering the light.
3: I can just see nurseries that grow them and be like, oh, look, it's five o'clock, quick, all lights
0: off. Turn off all the lights, turn off the lights. <laughs> that, I mean, and then that's one of the things is they'll say, why doesn't my poinsettia turn red? And it's because they have a huge nightlight on the street corner. <laughs> oh, and, wow. And and the poinsettia never gets a chance to go dormant. And, you know, just get that less, just go through that cycle of changing. I love that. Good so, information. See, if anybody
3: go. ever said so they didn't learn anything, well, you just learned something. There you go. <laughs>
0: Okay, so 1-888-455-2967, or you can give us a text message at 23680. You can let us know what kind of tomatoes you're growing that's your favorite, and peppers and eggplants. And I know Jim and Bob in uh, Newberry up there in North Florida and Beverly, they will be growing them, so I'm waiting to hear how they are doing up there. They're getting a lot of rain. They've had a lot of rain this year. And, uh, so I know they're going to be glad when we go into drier periods there. So, uh, what kind of herbs now for the fall herbs are great plants and you can grow them much easier in the fall and winter time than you can here in the summertime. And, you know, one of my, um, good friends that we have on here, Leah Brooks, she grows her herbs in uh, the um, tower gardens, which is growing them in water and growing some aeroponics and hydroponics. And so she grows them all year round. But, you know, if they're in the ground, that heat and the full sun during the day, um, you know, herbs don't really do well with the 95 degree temperatures. So now we're going into the, the fall season. And even though the temperatures are still warm, you could start seeds. And seeds are a great way to actually, you know, have a lot of plants for less money. And you can share with your neighbors. You can share with your community garden, your church group, your garden group. And you can even store them over year to year. And this year we're going to be planting seeds that we've had in the refrigerator in the warm section for about a year. And we're going to be planting them uh, this weekend. And I'll tell you how it goes. I'll see which ones do really well. And so they've been in the refrigerator and they're doing good. So I'm excited to get those going. So are you going to be growing any vegetables you're not you're not a pumpkin fan anymore
3: i am so angry but i am growing sunflowers they are gorgeous i planted them a few months ago and they're getting big they're chocolate cover colored ones oh i love those mm, i'm about to bring you some in they're not eatable but or edible but whatever so yes that's what i'm working
0: on and some herbs like you had said oh wonderful well we're in the final uh 15 minutes of the program if you'd like to give us a call one 455 or you can text me at 23680 Saturday morning. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
4: When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue DeLand, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com.
5: How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. Call Rate Genius now.
1: 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all
5: applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. This
2: August, we want you to remember to keep children safe as we return to school. Always stop for stopped school buses and obey signals from crossing guards. Remain alert and do not use your cell phone in school zones. And remember that car seats and booster seats only work if they are used correctly
5: every time. Do your part to help keep us safe on the roadways. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. For more important safety tips, visit FLHSMV.gov.
4: Camaraderie got Miguel through Iraq and Afghanistan.
5: Fighting broke out overnight between one
1: Back and home, it yes, saved his life. The support of his fellow veterans gave Miguel the connection and resources he needed to adjust to civilian life. Now,
6: he's paying that forward at the Florida Veterans Support Line. Call one 844 my vet Confidential 24-7.
3: If you or someone you love needs help,
2: call me. I've been there. If you're a diabetic, we have great news.
1: Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. 800-712-8082. 800-712-8082. That's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. You'll have time for your phone calls at 1-888-455-2967. Or you can text me at 23680. And if you will go to our Facebook page, we would so appreciate it if you would like our page. Give us a five-star rating while you're there. And let us know that we really help you out. And if you have any gardening questions, you can post them on our Facebook page and we will get right back to you. Or you can go to betterlawns.com's website and email us your question and I will respond. Or you can go uh, to my email address directly, teresa.watkins@live.com And that's Teresa without the H. So let's go to um, Carolyn Tallahassee, a perfect text message she has the the problem her name and her location and so carol says is now a good time to cut back ligustrum yes i'm assuming it's a hedge and so you know usually with hedges with legustrum hedges we don't have the flowers you don't usually you you cut it so that the flowers aren't the the primary purpose of the plant so yes you can cut it back now um, or you can just wait till it blooms again and then cut it back then All right, great gardening question. I love that. Okay, and so then um, our next text message is, I have a hibiscus on a braided stem that is so tall that it falls over. Oh, poor thing. When can I significantly trim it? And if I replant it deeper in the ground past the braided stem, will that be okay? You can trim it now, and I think you need to trim it a little bit more often so that it doesn't... um, doesn't fall over but I don't want you to whack it I want you to individually cut each bloom after it blooms cut that stem back okay so that you're not cutting the whole um, top of the topiary um, you know often okay and then if you want to put it in the ground you can I'm not a big fan of it because I like to see the braided stem Um, but no it's not good to plant it deeper you only want to put it to the level where it starts to flare out at the bottom of the braided stem and that's going to be um, the best depth to plant it in. Okay, so let's go to Jim and O'Coe. Good morning, Jim. How can I help you?
7: Uh, good morning. Um, I have a lychee tree that I got a lot of lychees off this year and of course pruned it when I took the lychees off. But I heard that you can do it again around now and is that a good idea? What is the advantage of doing that? It has growth all over, new growth all over. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so uh, good. You know, congratulations on having a great harvest.
7: Oh yeah, they were really, really good.
0: Lychee trees are tropical. That means that you're in an area that hasn't gotten a major freeze for several years, if not more than you know, seven to eight years. So yeah. we've been very fortunate that we haven't had really strong freezes uh, lately. And so the lychee tree will freeze back. So if you can cut it back now, right now, in August, or cut it back in August every year, just to keep it to a height or a width that it works for you because then it's going to start to flush out again after you cut it because pruning always stimulates growth then but it will be hardened off by the time we start to get freezes in December January okay
7: so it helps fight the 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 cold the cold hardiness it's not a matter of just keeping it shorter
0: no um no what what I mean by that is um that it will be able to flush out again and uh and keep to the width and the height that's easier for you to maintain so that if so let's say you cut it after you harvest it in you know june july yeah. and then it starts to grow out again and it keeps on growing so that it's going to be huge by december and you then you can't cut it back because it's going to send out new growth, and that w- then it will freeze. It'll be more susceptible to freeze. Okay. So if you cut it back now, it's, you know, it, you're know you not really dependent on the, on the fruit until next year. So you cut it back now, it will then be able to be smaller, but it'll grow out a little bit, but it will be maintainable through the winter season. Okay, great. All right, Thank you. You're welcome, Jim. Great question. I like that. Thank you so much. If you'd like to give us a call, we have a few minutes, one 455 2967 So our dear, dear friend, loyal fan of Better Lawns and Gardens, uh, Beverly in Tallahassee, she says, I want to thank the university for introducing the incredibly invasive love bug to Florida. I can't get in my front door without them glommed onto my body and door. Luckily, we still have plenty of mosquitoes, the love bugs were are supposed to eat. So Beverly does. is not having a good morning, I think. That's what it sounds like. And <laughs> see, and I'm Florida, a native Florida,
3: even though I call myself a New England cracker. Um, I, uh, I was always taught that the University of Florida are the ones who invented or created this love bug.
0: Yeah, and that's not true. Actually, the love bugs have come from Mexico, and they have you know immigrated and come over and traveled across the southwest. Through the southeast, Louisiana and Alabama and Florida, and they um, have gotten to Florida. So it was not an experiment that went bad. The University of Florida <laughs> is not responsible. They just it just they just naturally you know progressed to this area, and so they you know they come twice a year, and you know what's funny is that they love the smell of diesel fuel, and so that's why you see them a lot near highways. What? And uh, they don't eat mosquitoes. So, uh, yeah. Then
3: what is the purpose of
0: these things? To, to Just to love. To eat the paint <laughs> off your vehicle. Yeah, that kind of thing. There's really no purpose to them because there's nothing that really eats them either. So, Beverly, I'm so sorry you're dealing with the love bugs. And uh, I haven't seen them yet, so they're probably on their way down to Florida. I have not seen them that yet this fall. So, well, maybe I did see one the other day there. Hmm. So, uh, but Beverly, no, it's not the University of Florida. Sorry, hon. Uh, but we, uh, we love you anyway. And, uh, you know, missus, call us anytime. So we, we love that. If you missed any of today's show, you can go on to audioboom.com and see all of the links. I'm going to be posting later on this afternoon. It'll be after 4 o'clock. And uh, pictures from the show and uh, all the plant names that we've talked about. And you can hear all of the shows on uh, iHeartRadio and also uh, all the podcast stations. Just Google us. You can find us. But Boom has the photographs. Let's go to Tom. Good morning.
7: Hey, good morning to you. I've got a funny for you, not a question. Okay. But I, I
0: owned um, a townhome
7: home. Uh, in Oldsmar, Florida, which is Pinellas County.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: And this bush that was right there, I mean, it, it was almost like the thing used to reach out and just bite me. And I said, gee, what is this? And I hate this. And <laughs> my uh, wife at the time said, well, that's a Bogan You know, that's what they made the crown of thorns out of, they put around Christ. And you know what? I yanked it out of the ground. I went to Lowe's and I bought a Christmas palm. <laughs> Can you believe I went to? I went to that, that just because I'm like, there's no way this evil Satan thing is going to be out. I wonder if <laughs> it doesn't
0: like me. You know, Book mean- of Villas are so loved, but they they get thorns at least three to four inches long, and you know, and it used to reach out and grab me for some. I mean, I I if I tried to avoid it, it was like it. It's, I don't know what it was.
7: For That's- some reason, this thing was attracted to me. But I replaced it with a Christmas poem. There good you for
0: go. You. Well, that's a great way to do it. You know, we, I try and tell people who want them not to put them in places near the door, near a pathway or walkway. The best place to put a bougainvillea with all those thorns is underneath your daughter's window. I did. You know, We did. Oh, we I mean, did. oh
7: that's funny. <laughs> that's good. Underneath your daughter's window so he doesn't, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Or maybe the daughter that's getting good. out. So, you know, it works both ways. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you I so much. I like you. <laughs> Thank you Tom for calling. Where 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 are you? Uh, are you are in Pinellas County there?
7: No, no. I I was born in I currently I live in Winter Haven, Florida. Oh, okay. Which is in Polk County.
0: Yes. I used I mean, to live it's in Winter Haven. The
7: largest county in the state of Florida. I was actually born here but I was raised in Clearwater. Educated in Gainesville, I got more of an education in New York, and then I got even more of an education when I moved to downstate New York. <laughs> then I went to Long Island. And then I said, "I'm going back to Florida." This is too much.
0: <laughs> well, Tom, thank you so much for listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and call anytime. I'd love that. Okay, and just carry that carry that good story with you. I will. Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it. Andy in Ormond Beach says, "I remember reading that love bugs like decaying grass clippings as well as exhaust fumes." And that is true. They do like decaying grass clippings. So they just, they, they just thrive, but they only last three or four days. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just be and let be, let love and let love, something like that. All right. Uh, so uh, again, um, please go onto our Facebook page and like it. And then also to don't, um, you know, have a problem gardening. Just let us know before you do something and catch the problem before it becomes a major problem. Or, you know, I can stop you from doing something that's going to not be good for your garden. Lizzie, thank you so much for being here today. I so appreciate it. Well, thank you. And thank you to our listeners. We have the best. Not only do they have funny stuff to call us about, but they text us too. So we appreciate that. Yeah, that's so right. And I want to thank Jim Putnam with HortTube.com. Jim Putnam with HortTube.com and Southern Living Plant Collection, Encore Azaleas, and Sunset Plant Collection, available at your local nurseries and box stores. I um, thank everybody who called. Thank you so much. I, um, Lizzie, I'm heading home. I'm going to have a cup of tea when I get there. Join Lizzie and I next week for more Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
2: How fast is the Internet at your home, school, or workplace? The state of Florida is conducting an anonymous, statewide study of Internet availability through an official Internet speed test. The results of the study will help guide investments to improve broadband speeds around our state. Visit FasterFlorida.org to measure your connection speed today. That's FasterFlorida.org to
4: take the state's official Internet speed test.